0: You're listening to Wealthy-esque. We are a community of lawyers who believe that true wealth is having control of our time. I'm Ro Thomas, and as a busy wife, mom, and big law associate, I know all too well the tension between the culture of the legal profession and pretty much everything else you want to do in life. Each week, I'm bringing you the information and tools you need to take back control of your time by reframing your mindset and managing your money to achieve lifestyle freedom, Take the first step toward regaining control of your time by downloading your free Lifestyle Freedom Starter Guide at rowthomas.com slash start. Hey friend, how are you? I hope you're doing well and having an amazing day. Welcome back to the show. I'm glad to have you with me. Before we jump in today, I want to let you know that I'm doing a webinar with my friend Laura Chipman on Monday, June 7th at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and it's called How to Manage Your Time, Your Money, and Your Energy to Create a Life You Love. It is going to be so much fun. I am really looking forward to it. So if you are feeling like you are just trying to make it, like you are barely keeping your head above water, you are looking for a way to uh, learn how to manage your time better, your money better, your energy better, you want to be in this webinar. So you can head to rowthomas.com slash time, money, energy, no hyphens or spaces or anything like that, all one word together. If you're listening in real time, as I said, it is Monday, June 7, 2021 at 8 p.m. So I hope that you will join us. All right, so jumping into the episode today, I want to talk about the meaning of money. And I'm really excited to talk about it. It's not like a woo-woo kind of thing. Let's, you know, think about the meaning of life or anything like that. It's just a reminder that Money has no meaning until we give it meaning. It's literally paper that we as a society have all agreed has certain value. And I mean, these days, I don't know when the last time is that I actually use paper money for something. So these days, it's more like numbers on your screen, right? But your salary, the size of a raise, the size of a bonus, the amount of debt you have, how much you have in savings, how much something you want to buy costs. None of those things mean anything until we make them mean something. Each of the specific things that I mentioned is just a number. And our experience of each of those things, of money in general, and all things really, each of those things is just caused by our thoughts. Or our experience of each of those things is caused by our thoughts. As one of my mentors always says, Perception is reality. So our perception of our salary, of our savings, our debt, whatever, that determines our reality. When we perceive our salary as too low, or we think we don't have enough savings, or we think that the amount of debt we have is bad, that's the reality that we create for ourselves, right? That's the way that we experience each of those things. But none of those things are good or bad or high or low or enough or not enough until we decide they are. And the reason we know that is different people have different opinions about those different numbers, right? Those numbers don't inherently have any particular meaning. Even the same person might have a different opinion depending on the context. So I have a few examples for you. First, what are your thoughts about a $150,000 salary? I remember when my husband was in med school, and some of his classmates would say things like they didn't want to go into primary care, which is like family medicine, that's what my husband does, or pediatrics, internal medicine, you know, OBGYN, that kind of thing. But they'd say they didn't want to go into primary care because they didn't want to, quote, be poor. Now, the average salary for primary care physicians is about $150,000. Yes, primary care specialties are maybe the lowest paying specialties, but most physicians in those specialties still make six figures. Maybe they don't make as much as some other specialties, but they make what many people would consider to be a good income. But those classmates thought the income was too low for them. And maybe you think it's too low too, right? But either way... The 150,000 is just a number, and those people had their thoughts about that. You have your thoughts about it. I have my thoughts about it, etc. What are your thoughts about 670,000 dollars of debt? Now, if you've been around for a while, you know my husband and I started out with over 670,000 dollars of debt, and we've been working over the last four and a half years or so to pay it off. And when we first started, I thought it was terrible right? It was burdensome. It was all the negative thoughts, all the negative things. And now I see it as a catalyst for me being able to help other people learn to manage their money better. Like, if we didn't have that debt and hadn't been working on paying it off, I wouldn't have that story or the lessons that I've learned to share with you. And finally, what are your thoughts about $50,000 in savings, I've mentioned before that a woman I worked with a few years ago was telling me how she didn't have a lot in savings. And I asked her, well, you know, how much is it? She's like, "Oh, it's not a lot." Like, "But what's the number?" And eventually she said, "Well, it's only 50,000." For some people, like this client, 50,000 is not enough. For others, that would be the perfect amount. And for even other people, it would be too much, like I've been in this personal finance space for a while, and I know a lot of people in the blogging world wouldn't want to keep that much money in a savings account because of the potential for it to make more in the stock market. But in all these examples, you see that it's the people's thoughts about the money that gave it a particular meaning, too low or terrible, not enough, too much. It's not the money itself. The money doesn't mean anything by itself. We make it mean something because of the way we think about it. So I have an exercise for you to help you uncover some of your thoughts about money. You are going to complete the following sentences. And the point is just to bring awareness to some of your money beliefs. So don't think about whether it's good or bad or right or wrong or whatever. Just finish the sentence. So first, money is. Debt is. Having savings is. People with money are. For my parents, money was. If I had more money, I would. So just take a look at the way you finish those sentences. And, you know, if you didn't actually do it in real time and you want to come back to it when you have time to think about it, that's fine but we have talked before about how thoughts create emotions which drive actions which ultimately create your results and so if you look at your current financial picture the amount of money in your accounts the amount of debt you have etc consider how the way you finish these sentences led to that result so for example if you finish money is with the root of all evil then you're probably not gonna to wanna to hang on to your money, right? If you say people with money are bad or crooked, then you're probably not gonna be pressed about building wealth. So the point, again, is not to judge yourself for your thoughts. We just wanna bring awareness to them. And if you like the thoughts and the results that you have because of them, great, keep them. But if you don't, then you want to work to change those thoughts so you can change your results. And if you're not sure how to do that, Come work with me. We can work on changing those thoughts and get you to the results you want. The moral of the story is money means nothing by itself. We give it meaning by the thoughts that we have about it, the way that we think about it, right? What we make it mean. So that is it for this episode. Please take a second to subscribe to the show on whatever platform you're listening on leave a review. Those things really help other people find the show. Also, come hang out with me on social media. My handle is at IamRothomas on Instagram, and you can also find me on LinkedIn. Last, but certainly not least, please share this episode with a friend or two who you think would benefit from it. And I know so many of you share this show with your friends, and I am both honored and grateful. So thank you for doing that. Okay, friend, as we close out, I pray that you will take a minute to examine your thoughts about money. I pray that you will take the steps necessary to change the ones you don't like and create new results for yourself. And as always, I pray that you continue to take steps to regain control of your time, build wealth, and live the life of freedom and choice you deserve. Talk to you later.